Mallory about turned out of Sully's office and steamed across the yard to the standby shack. The barracks in the back, adjacent to the locker rooms, held twenty single plain metal framed beds, ten to a row down each side. She chose to sleep in the hangar loft, not out of modesty, but just for a few moments of peace and quiet at the end of the day. The guys would be stirring any minute. No time now for anything but a quick shower and a hurried breakfast. But it really didn't matter. She was too aggravated to relax anyhow. She cut through the main equipment room on her way to the locker room. Orderly rows of jumpsuits, helmets, and gear belonging to the crew on the jump list she'd made up the night before hung from pegs on the wall. Her Kevlar jacket and pants hung closest to the door. She was the IC when she jumped, and as incident commander, she was first in and last out of the hot zone. A windowless, swinging door on the left side led to the women's locker room, where she and Sarah Petrie, a veteran jumper and her best friend, stored their extra gear and clothes and shared a six-by-six-foot communal shower. The plywood walls didn't do much to mute the noise when all the guys were next door, and any conversation was easily audible. Not that the illusion of privacy really mattered. They lived together for six months straight, eating and sleeping and sweating and risking their lives together. Privacy took on a whole new definition under those circumstances. The only truly private place was in her head. She peeled off her clothes, piled them on the bench running lengthwise between the row of gunmetal gray lockers and shelves holding towels and cubbies for gear, grabbed a towel and walked naked to the shower. After twisting the dial to hot on one of the four shower heads, she stepped under the water. Standing under the pounding spray, she replayed the meeting with Jack Russo. She couldn't quite put her finger on what annoyed her, and that annoyed her even more. Sure, Russo had circumvented normal channels in getting the posting, and that offended her sense of order. Maybe her sense of fair play, too. All the same, she didn't usually vent her feelings out loud, particularly in front of people she didn't know, or in front of a co-worker like Sully. She prided herself on being in control, on being cool, on placing reason ahead of emotion. It had earned her the nickname Ice, and she liked it. Some people extended the name to Ice Queen, but she wasn't bothered by that. If she did keep her feelings under wraps, what of it? Perfunctorily, she squirted shampoo into her palm and lathered up her hair, turning, eyes closed, letting the heat smooth out some of the tension in her back. So why was she bothered so much by Russo? Because she hadn't picked her? That seemed a little bit petty, and she didn't like thinking of herself that way. But Russo was an unknown, and unknowns made her uneasy. Fire was enough of an unknown, appearing on its own timetable, spreading at its own rate, jumping lines where least expected, blowing up, cresting a ridge where it never should have been, trapping eleven wildland firefighters in a clearing that should have been a safety zone. A safety zone she'd picked.